Welcome back to episode 52 of Insects for Fun, the only weekly podcast on entomology hosted by a master in entomology. Kind of crazy, I know. But then again, entomology isn't exactly a super popular topic, and many people in the field prefer to keep their heads glued on whatever topic of research they're currently involved with, as opposed to entertaining the masses. But lucky for you, I am an entertainer at heart, and the show is going to start now. Today, I want to share with everyone some crazy caterpillars, known as jewel caterpillars. These alien-like creatures look like they belong in a glass shop. You know those small glass animals that are super colorful and clear? The ones you can purchase in just about any glass store in a touristy area? Well, imagine those, but they're specifically caterpillars and they're alive. The family is called Dulceridae, and it houses around 84 species or so, divided into 11 genera. The last article I found said 84 species, but I'm sure there's more. These guys are tropical, being found only in the Neotropics with only one species found from southern Arizona and Texas down into Mexico. That being said, climate change is really messing things up, so this is most likely going to change. The caterpillars are on the smaller side with a maximum length of 1 inch or 2.5 centimeters, and they have a slug-like shape, which also coins them the name slug caterpillars. But slug caterpillars are a larger group that extends beyond jewel caterpillars, so we'll cover those on another day. Jewel caterpillars are the larval stage for moths, and unfortunately the moths themselves are not nearly as beautiful. Pictures will of course be available on the socials, but if you need a quick description, just think of the moths as fluffy muppets with super long arms. The caterpillars spend their days grazing on leaves from coffee plants and other tropical trees. The interesting thing is that the caterpillars don't hide at all, and they rarely get preyed upon either. It would seem that most animals have become quite familiar with highly colorful insects being incredibly toxic, but that is where they're wrong when it comes to this incredible insect. Jewel caterpillars do not pack poison or venom. And so far, scientists have been unable to identify anything toxic about them. That being said, they do have a secret weapon, and that would be their sticky body. Jewel caterpillars have gooey spines on the outside of their body, which when disturbed, fall off and create a very sticky mess for whoever tried to touch it. I can't help but look at these caterpillars and think they're just walking gummies, but I don't think anybody should actually try eating one. Many experiments have been done to look at exactly what happens when other insects actually try and take a bite, and the results look quite similar to a kid who put way too much taffy in their mouth. The caterpillars are also quite fast and can make an easy getaway once the attacker has been halted. What's really interesting though is that this defensive adaptation is not available to the caterpillar right away. They have to work their way up in size before unlocking the full potential of their gummy defense. With each new molt, they have larger and more pronounced globby knobs, and they actually have none at all when they first hatch. Now, speaking of hatching, female moths contain two special glands specifically for when they lay eggs, and the purpose is to cover the eggs with a fast drying clear liquid. We don't know exactly what this is for but it probably has many functions. One is speculated to be keeping the eggs from drying out, 
while another is to protect them from ants or other small insects trying to eat or use them. Another crazy fact is that the female jewel moths have rarely been seen in the wild, with only 40 species out of the 84 known to have been seen. There may have been people who have seen species that have yet to be identified, but of course we cannot catalog those if we don't have them in a museum somewhere. So when it comes to keeping track of how many species are known to science, we usually look at museum collections because that contains all the necessary data, including where it was collected, who it was collected by, and the date. It's actually really helpful. And nowadays, people are digitizing all of this, making it extremely available to anybody doing research. When it comes to predators, these funny little guys don't have many, but they do have to be careful of parasitoids, which we mentioned in the previous episode on velvet ants. These caterpillars specifically fall prey to a parasitoid fly in the family Tachinidae. This family of flies lays their eggs in the bodies of caterpillars and other insects, and these larvae develop within the insects, inevitably killing the host. The flies that target jewel caterpillars have evolved special bodily functions, which allow them to pierce the stomach without getting very close to the caterpillar. As far as jewel caterpillars go, this is about all I have for you guys. Unfortunately, they're not well documented, even though they're super magnificent. And I really feel like everybody should at least know what a jewel caterpillar is, even if we can't easily find them. If you want more insects for fun or would like to support the show, there is new extra content being added on the Patreon from bonus episodes covering all kinds of crazy information, like how honeybees have vaccines or how insects can actually create static charges and anomalies in the weather, to fun videos of my expeditions in life in Japan. But you can also support the show by giving it a rating on whatever platform you listen. It really helps out the show a lot, and the Insects for Fun community is growing every day thanks to it. The links to the Patreon as well as the socials will be in the show notes as usual, and as always, thank you again for listening, and you'll hear from me next week.